Hello, thank you for joining me today on Living Beyond Limits. I'm your host, Marcy Langlois. Perfectionism is a thief and robs you of peace, joy, a sense of wholeness, and connection. Do you find that you're one of those people that obsessively controls every aspect of your life? Your standards are like over the top and you often find fault in yourself and then it trickles over into fault finding in others? Are you afraid of what people might think about you if they only knew the real you? You aren't alone, unfortunately. We're going to delve into why perfectionism is so toxic and the mindset around it. I'm going to lay out techniques that you can implement to let go of your perfectionism and live a life of ease. I don't know about you, but for me, I've come to discover that perfectionism is rooted in the old programming from my childhood. I believed I wasn't good enough. That led me to feel afraid, afraid that I'd be abandoned. And of course, I constantly battled the fear of failure. I desperately wanted approval and acceptance from those around me. I wanted to prove to you that I was worthy of your approval. I thought if people could see the way that I worked so hard and then all of the accomplishments that I had, that would lead to acceptance and approval. I wanted all of those things to be enough so that people would like me, include me, and I could find approval. In order to satisfy this deep need of approval within myself, I had to turn myself inside and out to try to portray to the world the way that I thought I needed to show up in my life. Thinking that I always had to figure out what other people needed me to be was an incredibly painful way to live. And I found that no matter how hard I tried to be perfect, I, of course, never was perfect and never will be. Here are a few ways that might help you identify if you're stuck in a toxic relationship with perfectionism. Do you try to control everything in your life? Maybe you're one of those people who feels like everything has to be fine or possibly even great, right? So you go around the world like that always. You always smile. You always ask everyone else how they're doing. And you are always the one that makes everyone feel great about themselves. You control the way that you present yourself to the world and you hold up the facade that you got this. Well, meanwhile, you had a complete meltdown this morning about your entire life. You often feel unhappy, exhausted from trying to force outcomes, and so fearful that once people know who you really are, they'll leave you. This type of relationship with yourself is toxic, and it comes from a need to control. Control comes in all shapes and sizes. You always want to ease other people's feelings, appear in control, and that ease. But Your reality is very different from the image that you present. Ask yourself these questions. Do you appear a certain way to keep yourself safe from other people's opinions? How about are you trying to get validation from external sources? Okay, okay, enough of this. You can answer those questions for yourself and see what you come up with and see how your relationship with perfectionism looks. So we'll move on now. How about your standards? Are you you completely over the top with your standards? So much so that you often can't meet your own standards and it leaves you feeling like a failure. I was just having a conversation with a friend the other day. She had set these incredibly ambitious goals for the year for her business, but then encountered a ton of very difficult circumstances, health, personal, otherwise, right? At the end of the year, she had exceeded one goal and missed the other one by just a small fraction of her intention. Truly, it was pretty inconsequential. She missed it by one. 
However, she was so disappointed. She couldn't see any of the other accomplishments that she had made and all of the incredible odds that she actually had overcome to meet one goal and then to only narrowly miss the other one. But she just could only focus on the area that she had missed. She couldn't see what she had accomplished. This is a perfect example of how our standards can leave us feeling like a failure in spite of all of our efforts and accomplishments. So now that you have a clearer picture on how perfectionism shows up in your life, you might be wondering why is perfectionism so toxic? Well, because perfectionism is based in control and control is an illusion that makes us feel safe. We think that if we can arrange everything the way that we think it should look, then we're going to feel safe. It's exhausting, right, to try to manage every single detail of your life. Not only is trying to control everything exhausting, but it's a complete waste of time and energy. Now that we are crystal clear that control is an illusion and a waste of our efforts, let's take a look at another toxic trait of perfectionism. Are you one of those people that is incredibly self-critical? What are all the ways that you're critical of yourself? Do you leave a get-together with friends and then review the evening and think about all the ways that you should have said or did something different? How about when you look in the mirror? Do you point out all of the things that you don't care for about your looks and the shape of your body? It's easy to let your own self-critical dialogue bleed into your opinion and observation of others. This constant stream of negative self-talk creates a sense of very low self-esteem. I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling bad about myself, it's so easy to keep that fault finding going, which only makes me feel worse about myself, which only makes me feel like I need to perform more so that in some way you might find a reason to like me. It's terrible. The worse I feel about myself, the more I need for you to like me. Can you see the cycle here? So another issue with perfectionism is that you feel like a failure regularly because your standards are so high that you rarely are able to meet them. You get stuck in the all or nothing thinking. Can't be happy or satisfied with some level of accomplishment. Kind of like my friend's story from above, right? If you're currently living your life from a place of perfectionism, then it's highly likely that you struggle with setting reasonable expectations and goals. Every time you miss the goal, you feel like a complete failure. Can you think of anything more toxic than feeling like a failure on a regular basis? I mean, be honest with yourself, right? And your mind, no matter what effort you put in, it isn't good enough and you're always falling short. The truth is, though, is that the effort that you put in and the product that you turn out is likely completely adequate by reasonable standards. However, the need to be seen and loved is so great that it always feels like whatever you have done, even though you've done it, it still isn't good enough, right? The inner critic, it just ends up having a field day with the fact that you keep falling short and it reminds you incessantly that you have failed once again. This does not do a whole lot to bolster your self-esteem, obviously, in any way at all. The entire cycle of fault finding and then needing external validation is an endless vicious cycle. You become your own worst enemy because you're constantly focusing on what is wrong with you and then everyone else around you. A terrible inner critic that's nasty all the time. I mean, come on, guys. Life has so many challenges already. The last thing anyone needs is to be working against themselves. Now that we've looked at that clearly, how can we let go of perfectionism and live a life of ease? Well, a huge part of perfectionism is looking for approval from outside sources, as we've already talked about. To put on the facade that you have it all figured out and your ducks are all in a row. The desire to appear put together so that others think that you are. 
there's a deep fear that if you're vulnerable and you show up as you are, that people may not like that version of you. And then what? They'll leave you or they don't like you or they won't invite you or whatever that might be, right? It all sounds lousy to have to face this kind of stuff. Ugh, it's like the worst thing that can happen to us. The idea of being abandoned or not included. So what do we do? We just stay stuck in these inauthentic places and we keep the wall of perfectionism high to keep others out. I've done it and that is a living hell. Here are some great questions that you can start asking yourself. One, why am I looking for approval from others? The why is so important. Two, what is it that you're needing in that approval? Maybe a boost in your self-esteem. Maybe you need some confidence, a sense of belonging to feel seen or loved. What part of me needs that validation? That's what I ask myself. So once you know why, then you can figure out what part of you is needing approval. Is it your five-year-old self that was bullied in kindergarten? Maybe the first grader that didn't get invited to the birthday parties? Or you were always picked last. Or maybe it was the constant rejection from a parent that you received as a child that is still longing to be needed, loved, and wanted. Once you identify the answer to these questions, both the why you need the approval and the part of you that is needing it, then you can start providing what you've identified that you need to that part of yourself. So, okay, here we go. For example, a lot of my perfectionism came from the insecurity I had about the way that I looked. I got bullied and teased a lot for having a cleft lip and palate, especially in my younger years before I had most of the repair work done. It was that part of myself that needed that approval and validation. Of course she did, right? She looked different. She was bullied and teased, just like you maybe. I would connect to that part of myself by placing my hand over my heart and just connecting to the younger five-year-old. I'd imagine what she's feeling and how awful it felt for her to be bullied. And then I would say things to her like, you are absolutely okay just the way that you are. I'm so sorry that they've hurt your feelings with their words and actions, but you're just precious the way you are. In this case, you just think about what you would say to a child of that age that was bullied and teased just like you were, if as though they were standing in front of you. How would you comfort them and be kind to them and loving and accepting? What would you say to them? Those same words, you take those and say those to yourself. This is an emerging field of study in the therapeutic world. Parts work. This has been a major healing tool that I've used. This is a process and it has to be done over and over. But healing does happen and eventually, after you've done it enough times, that part of you becomes integrated and stops needing that approval. When you no longer need the approval, then the behavior of perfectionism stops. You can let go of all of the things that you were doing that were searching for that approval. It will start to feel easier to just accept yourself as you are, even the imperfections. So now that we've identified why we want to be perfect, we can clearly see that the path to acceptance and approval has nothing to do with perfection. Not a single thing. The freedom and ease that we're searching for comes from embracing ourselves exactly as we are today. Friends, Thank you so much for joining me today. I have laid out how perfectionism shows up in different areas of your life, why it is such a toxic way to operate, and how to overcome it so that you can live your best life. 
I would love to hear from you about your experiences with perfectionism, where you might still be stuck, or what you have done to move beyond it. Please reach out to me on my website at marcylangloise.com. If you found today's episode helpful or intriguing, please share it with your community of friends, coworkers, and family. Please follow me on YouTube or any of the major social media platforms. Until next week, be aiming to live beyond limits.